Season 19. <laughs> You're counting them up in your head? <laughs> Episode 2. Uh, okay, why does it seem so low? Alright, fuck these guys. Just 100 years Are you playing that? Signed the e- <laughs> I'm playing these guys because there's Flavor. no more public enemy. Yeah, Flavor Flav is gone. <laughs> Leave it to an old white man to break up a black rap group. What the fuck? All because of Bernie, huh? (laughs) I saw that just in brief uh, on the interwebs, and I was like, really? Okay. uh, Dude, that that argument must have been like, come on, boy! (laughs) Nah, boy! I don't like Bernie, boy! But no, man, we gotta fight the power. We gotta be with Bernie Sanders and fight the powers that be. But come on, boy! Hell's not, boy. 911's a joke, boy. Nah, man, nah. Nah, man, 911's for folk. That's the new lyrics now. We're the PC version. We're Public Enemy Radio now. Nope. That's their names. Come on, boy. Uh, that must have been the uh, one of the, the best arguments of the year. You wish you were a fly on the wall, basically. Oh, yeah. Boy, you're out of the group. S1W, escort this motherfucker out in public enemy. And they're starting, yes, sir. Professor Griff, get this nigga out of here. You know, that's what happened. The S1W went into full effect. The security of the first world. Nah. <laughs> you know who they are, right? Mm-mm. There's the, they're the troopers that would come on. There is, they're like troops. They were like army that would come They'd on. march with, out yeah. and salute and all that crap. Yeah, the, the S1W, the security of the first world. <laughs> Get this motherfucker out of here. Come on, boy. I mean, really, they'd <laughs> only need one moderately sized security guard to escort Flavor Flav out. That dude's team. <clears throat> well, yeah, but you know. Professor Griff is the leader of the security of the first world. So Professor Griff would just be, uh, yeah, he, escort a, him out. Is he a professor of ass whooping? Oh, yeah. That's his job. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, these guys are uh, old school. It's like their own Black Panthers. The security of the first world. Uh, here we go. Here's the best one. Oh. Motherfuck him in, John Wayne. <laughs> and now they're like, Hey, Bernie. You're our best friend. <laughs> so fuck these stupid white cracker motherfuckers. Yo, we're supporting this white cracker motherfucker. This is how we turn around, man. I mean, come to be, on. To be fair to Bernie, he was marching with all the black folks in Alabama in the 60s. No, but still, it's still it's just a funny turnaround for these guys. They are definitely. I mean, but again, that's like the politics of their music. But 
they've got their beliefs separate from that too. It's like, yo, man, like, we gotta back up this white cracker because who are Booker they? just dropped the fuck out. So we got to back this cracker. Mm. Yeah. This goddamn Chinese boy ain't hanging either. Motherfucking Wang ain't doing shit. We gotta buy, we gotta fight the power with this white boy. And Flavor Flay's like, nah, boy. Not everyone's dropping out, you know. Boy. I mean, Buttigieg <laughs> dropped out, and I just uh, saw that Klobuchar, uh, whatever the senator. Klobuchar, what is that a fucking? No, uh, that, she, uh, she's a senator Harry from Potter like Harry Potter spell. It might be, uh, but she's a senator from I want to say Minnesota. Is she a Hogwarts teacher? Maybe, also. Oh. Um, but she's definitely a senator, as she dropped out of the race for presidency as well. So there's only a few people left. It may be Bernie. We'll see. That'll be interesting. Oh, my God. It's Bernie, like, Bernie needs to get blackface. It's like, what's up, boy? Come out with, like, a big clock. It's the new flavor, Flav. I'm a Bernie's approved blackface by you know, Chuck D himself and Security of the First World. So Chuck D is a pretty angry guy in his music a lot of the times, right? He's very passionate. Bernie's yes, yes. got that same passion, so maybe that would be a good matchup. Yep, it's going to be uh, Bernie Burn, Flavor Flav. Yep. Bernie Burn. It's going to be... <laughs> oh, yeah, Bernie! That's what's going to happen. Because this that, poster that would is... amusing. His poster is a remake of the, uh, the Flavor Flav poster with him with the clock. But it's Bernie this time. He's <laughs> like, fuck that, boy! <laughs> you know, when he woke up in the morning. <laughs> that would... I, I mean... Oh, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> Hilarious. It is amusing. Yeah, that's the only reason why I know about it, because Public Enemy broke up because of it. Right. What? Oh, well. Oh, here we go, well, Elvis. But Flavor Flav is also just kind of an idiot from everything I saw on his reality show. Well, yeah, he's a moron, but still. And so I could I could see him supporting Trump, just like kind of Kanye. He's, and... like, he's like the best rap hype man, though. Well, yeah. He was. I guess. You know, everyone wanted to be Flavor Flav. No one can hype rap group. You know how like they're rapping because it's boring. They're not playing instruments. Yeah. So you need a weirdo running around stage. And he's a good weirdo. And he's that's perfect. For sure. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and all the other rappers tried to have their own Flavor Flav, but it just never worked out. Right. You know. Uh, well, like uh, who was it? Uh, um, Kid Rock had that uh, midget who died. Remember? No. That was his hype man. I barely listened to Kid Rock and never uh, watched videos. Well, when he first came out, he, he was toured with a midget. They were like best buddies. Mm-hmm. And this guy was all fucked up on pills and stuff. You know, oh. not, well, because he was, you know, he was dying. Oh. So he, yeah. He okay. had, he so had he was all having these, complications? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His whole life. You know, so that was his, that was his flavor flame, but it never worked out. So. I mean, a, a midget is a good gimmick. Uh, that's what the dwarves kind of beat him to it, though. That uh, punk band, the dwarves. Uh, well, yeah, but they had midget hype men when I saw them in like '94 <laughs> or '5. True, but they they weren't and, Flavor Flav. No, but they were midget punk rock hype men. Yeah, they weren't playing instruments. They were just running around on stage doing crazy antics. Yeah, everyone was trying to be Flavor Flav in the rap game when they came out. I thought, as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, but that's just weird. Uh, I had to bring it up. Well, it's it's because uh, they had the rally and the rap thing. Rally and the rap thing. Oh. It was a huge rally that they had yesterday. I think. Oh, that's what brought this whole thing up. Ah, no, you see, I just saw the headline and didn't read the article at all. Well, I just read, oh, they're having a rally today and Public Enemy's playing. Whoa. So I got my, uh, <clears throat> see, I sound all congested. Hello. No, well, maybe you have COVID-19. Hello. Uh-oh. That's it, guys. I just infected you we're, all. We're being quarantined a la E.T. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. The house has been bug-tented with us inside. <laughs> just recording the final moments of ADO Radio. Yep. Uh, yeah, people are going to use that as an excuse to get out of so much shit. <laughs> oh, well. Like, uh, like, nah, we're not going to go. Nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> we all have COVID-19. <laughs> or no, we don't want it. Well, yeah. We're well, like, dude, no. I mean, like, the GDC just got canceled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a whole bunch of big ticket stuff, just everyone's like, nope, we're not congregating and then going back to our respective countries because someone's going to bring something. Even if it's not COVID-19, maybe it's the nasty-ass flu. Uh, true. You know. But, well, yeah, so what's going to happen, man, is... Uh, Everything's going to be done via telepresence. Everyone's going to be on Skypes <clears throat> and... Go to meetings and zooms and what? What? But what about? Well, so and then um, what's it called? E E E three might be affected too. That's in June. Yeah, maybe. It depends. No, that's on, in May. Well, usually in the warmer months, these kinds of <clears throat> illnesses go down. But we'll but when they want to hype them up and use them for their advantage, what? Well, you know the media. I like to hype up stuff and make it more well. No, I insane. Everything I've seen, Chris, it's been a pretty measured response. If this is what's going on, these are like how to fucking handle it. If you appear to be sick, go get you know like. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's responsible reporting, and it is killing people. I mean, this is you know, it's not bad here in the states yet, but there's a whole section of China that's been quarantined for like a month and a half or more. Yeah, I've seen those videos. Like. If you go in, you don't get to come back out, right? So uh, it, it's bad enough that people are taking some serious precautions. And I think it's yeah. a good thing. And I think the media <coughs> has been responsible about it by and large. Can I hear you? I'm there fine. You I sound fine. Okay. I think you're hearing Maybe that. I'm going deaf. Maybe. Oh, Maybe I am need... congested. Oh, well, that, that might do it. Um, so I sound fine to me. Ah. Uh. Um, but anyway, the, from what I've seen, it, it's mostly been responsible. I'll say there are people out there peddling nonsense. Oh yeah, of course. But, um, what I've seen from major media and read in print, you know, Washington post and New York uh-huh. Times stuff like that. Um, they're largely being responsible and giving people common sense advice and some clear view of, yes, this can be nasty. Be on the lookout. Don't be afraid. You know, but be on the lookout. And hell, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, uh-huh. they released a public statement saying, you know, you should probably plan for some life disruption around this. If it starts getting out of hand in this country, then, you know, some vital services might not be available. You know, just be ready. Oh, yeah. Disaster preparedness kind of stuff. <clears throat> so, like, there is some 
truth to being a bit concerned about this and being on the lookout and limiting your exposure to large public crowds, you know? Yeah. Um, but you don't need to be a shut-in. It's not like if you walk outside, you're going to fucking catch it and die. Is it true that blacks are immune <laughs> I have no to the clue. virus? I have no clue. Is it true that it's only Asians that are affected by this virus? No, I don't think that's the case at all. Uh is it fa- does it spread faster through the Asian community? It, it, its epicenter seems to be Eastern China, so it has affected Asian communities more and Asian countries more than anywhere else. Yes. But Italy's getting slammed right now. So, has, mama mia! Probably, yeah. And then there was another spot, I don't remember if it was in Europe or in Northern Africa, <coughs> but there was another spot that it also had a really nasty outbreak. <coughs> Like someone had been on a plane and landed and sneezed on a few people and then he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the beginning of every up, plague guys? movie. Yeah, he just walks in and like sneezes in the stewardess's I've face. I've seen videos of um, Chinese people spitting on stuff. Oh, spitting on because uh, they don't want to die alone. Spitting <laughs> what? This is this is stuff I'm seeing. Spitting on um, elevator buttons. You know, just spitting on them, just spitting on them and walking what? away. Uh, spitting at prayer places where people touch the doors a lot. Uh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's just kind of rude. Well, the, I don't know what to say about that. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what we got to do? We got to... Uh... Yeah. We got to fight the power, man. I don't know how you fight a virus. Oh, Chuck D will fight it. No. He'll just punch, start punching the air. Actually, Flavor Flav's the right size to take it on. Oh, hey, there you go. Flavor Flav will just beat the shit out of the coronavirus. Yeah. Like, hell no, boy! You think you're getting in here, coronavirus? Hell no, boy! And they're just blasting music at the border and keeping it away. Like, yeah. Oh, hell no, boy! So it seems um, Flavor Flav and the enemy of the public is keeping out the coronavirus from the uh, United States single-handedly. Their um, black music is scaring the coronavirus away. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It it seems to be racist. It's a racist virus. So everybody, start blasting your rap music, and that will help cure the coronavirus. That'll keep it out of the neighborhoods. So uh, all you uh, Texans out there and all you rednecks, Start blasting all the rap music you can. Come on, guys. This is the only way we're going to fight the coronavirus is with rap music. Specifically, Public Enemy. They just want (laughs) to bump up their their subscription payments on, like, uh, Spotify and stuff. Or their per-play payment, whatever it is. Specifically, Public Enemy. So everybody get out there and start uh, blasting your rap music. What if that was the cure for it? Like, oh, it seems the uh, certain frequency that rap puts out seems to uh, break up the uh, coronavirus. Almost like cancer cells. It's like the brown note for the... Uh-huh. Yeah. For the coronavirus. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. That's not a bad thing. Flavor <laughs> flavor. the virus is brown note and they died? Sweet. <laughs> You'd probably make a lot of money if you were the person who discovered that. I just discovered it right now, man. Well, there you Flavor Flav is a. Uh, By the way, we're not making health claims. <laughs> we are not making health claims. <laughs> the virus seems to be not stopped by Flavor Flav's dancing. 
It is, that is pretty fucking horrifying. <laughs> so get out of here, boy! Oh, <laughs> uh, hell yeah, boy! Ah oh, man, the coronavirus. <clears throat> okay, now it's like severe cotton mouth. Now, oh, well, there you go. Oh, nah, boy. Flavor Flay probably has to stay pretty hydrated, too. Yep. From a dancing off the coronavirus. Hell yeah. That's what's going to happen. Right? Mm, probably not. Mark my words, guys. It's going to happen. Okay. Chris is calling it. I'm skeptical. Uh Oh. Speaking of something else, yeah, I got my Bond tickets. Uh, it's playing at 9 a.m. Is that is that the new 7 p.m.? I guess. But they do have a Bondathon. A what now? Bond marathon. Right where? Uh, at the theaters, you can watch all four. Oh, of the Daniel Craig Bond. Yes. Oh, not that's not <laughs> Bondathon. Well, you know the Cron the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Cron de Bond. Yeah. The Craig. The most recent iteration. Yeah. So you get to watch one good movie, one man movie, and two shitty movies? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So you watch Sphincter, yeah. uh, Quantum of Solace, um, Casino Royale, Casino Royale uh, Skyfall, mm-hmm. and that's it? That's the four. And then the new one. No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. First time shot in IMAX cameras. First time ever shot with IMAX cameras. <clears throat> that might be kind of cool. So we'll see what happens, guys. Mm-hmm. 9 a.m. showing. I think that's the best time to go. Go at 7 p.m. Like, <laughs> like all these people there. There might be like 30 people there. Uh, it comes out, I think, like Good Friday or something like that. I think the 9th or 10th of April. Yeah, so finally, guys, Bond tickets, woo, on sale. Got them. I got Prime tickets also if I want to go. Or um, what are they? Um, no, Dolby, uh, Dolby uh, Cinema, not Prime. There's too many options now. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's like THX is going to come out with a new thing soon. And... Uh, for right now, there's a lot of options. I have Screen X. Real IMAX, uh, 4DX, uh, XD, um, oh, Dolby Atmos. What? Then, Sorry, I tuned that yeah, all out. XD, Dolby Atmos. <laughs> That's way too many <laughs> options. I just go see a movie. Okay, Dolby Atmos. Uh-huh. Uh, then I have Dolby Prime. Then I have the, the Dolby Cinema. So one's 4K, one's laser. The Prime, I don't like it as much. Even though it's the newer one with the cutting edge, crisp, clear picture. Uh, and IMAX. <clears throat> and Limax, which I haven't tried out their Limax yet. I think I'll go see uh, that Vin Diesel uh, Blood Moon or Blood Shot movie. Blood Shot, yeah. I'll see that in Limax. Yeah, that <clears throat> looks like fun. 
I'm not going to go see that up in a... Bloodshot's image, I want to say. And those comics were extra violent. I don't pretend to have read many of them, but I read some back in the 90s, and they were definitely fun. It's like rated R comics, you know? So Bloodshot, shot. Oops. Okay, what do you got before I rate my first movie? Um... Oops. So this is more of a public service announcement. Um, apparently, there was... <laughs> the driver who died on 101 playing video games in his Tesla? No. Uh, um, that happened. So apparently, there was an internet rumor that started someplace that says, if you're suffering from hemorrhoids, you should take a potato, put it, into thin slices like you would for a french fry. Uh-huh. Freeze it. And then you put that french fry frozen in your butthole. Okay. To help your hemorrhoids. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll work. Uh-huh. So, um don't do that cuz um it's not going to help your hemorrhoids. And well, unless you like putting stuff in your ass, I guess, then you can <clears throat> all you want, but Ew. it's not going to help your hemorrhoids. Is my point. Ew. Dude, who the fuck? <laughs> Someone out there thought putting frozen potatoes in your butthole would, <laughs> would, would help your hemorrhoids. <clears throat> and it's just not true. Hey, Flavor Flav, why'd you put some frozen <laughs> potatoes in your butthole? Hell yeah, boy! I'd rather put frozen potatoes in my butthole than help Bernie Sanders, boy! All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. I mean, you probably shouldn't put any frozen <clears throat> food, po- food product into your butt, but... No. Um, yeah. That's a service announcement from ADO Radio, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't put frozen stuff in your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, but only make sure it's dry ice. Oh. See what happens. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, that's just mean. <laughs> just fucking carterizes your asshole shut. Okay. <laughs> You definitely burn it, and <clears throat> it would probably suck to take a poop for like a week or two. Okay, I'll do the. I'm gonna do the first movie now. But you might get really lucky and give yourself, uh, you know, frostbite of the butthole. Like, be the first medical frostbite. Case. <laughs> be the first docu- documented medical case of uh, frostbite of the anus. <laughs> frostbite of the anus. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Yep. Frobanus. Frobanus? That's a, the medical term. They, they would have some. Frobanus. They would have something. Here we go, guys. Yeah. Woo! First movie. Of, Is it 1987? Uh, 1987, guys. The Invisible Man. Woo! Saw this movie three times. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune. His fortune, five million dollars. It was like a loan. It's like a fucking like, oh, here. Here's some chump change. For his fortune. She suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of coincidences turning lethal, 
Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. This is the invisible oops, man. Invisible touch A. I don't know why this wasn't in the movie. Right? Come on. Okay, we'll go to the real movie. Here we go. <laughs> it's a missed opportunity is what you're saying, huh? Yes. Okay, this movie starts out old school, like an old 50s movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, just ocean waves crashing, and when the waves wash up, it shows, you know, directed by produced by blah 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 then the waves crash again like four times and then all of a sudden the invisible man thing pops up hmm. and then the camera pans up to this house okay all the way up on a cliffside and all you hear is the ocean the whole time washing up above the shore and it shows um homegirl god damn it elizabeth moss basically uh waiting for her husband to go to sleep it's dead silent in the house like 3 a.m She's sneaking out, goes to for uh, goes into her house, grabs an escape bag out of the house, has like a passport money and all this shit, right? Uh, and then she sneaks out. She's trying to like the whole opening of this movie is her sneaking out of the house, away from this guy, and we don't know why or any reason whatsoever. We just know that she's trying to get away from him mm-hmm. while he's asleep. She she uh, drugged him with diazepam. Mm. That'll that'll work. <laughs> that'll work well. Like she drugged him with the azapan, so she she shook the glass to make sure it was in there, make sure he's passed out. Sneaks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the dog Zeus wants to come with her, but they, uh, she tries to take off his electric collar, and uh, and then boom, the dog hits the alarm on the car. And she's like, oh shit! <clears throat> and so she's just running for her life. Uh, the whole time. Hmm. So, bam. Starts running for it all the way down. Uh, hits a wall. Hops over the wall. Right, You see the lights in the house turn on. And, uh, and you, like, you don't see the guy at all. She hops over the wall. Starts running out to the forest. Waiting for her sister to pick her up in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. And her, uh... And then when her... And then her sister barely gets her. And she's like, oh, what's going on? What are we doing? I thought that was a little weird. Shouldn't she know? Like, I'm escaping from my fucking abusive husband. Right. Blah, blah. That would be part of the messaging of why you need to meet me in front of exactly. my house in the middle of the street yeah, late at, at 3 night. A.m. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of implicit at the very least. Yeah. So she's like, hey, we need to go. We need to go. It's like, why? Why? It's like, lock the door. Let's go. And then you see a blurry uh, figure come running up to the car, you know? Mm-hmm. And boom, punches through the car window. So you get a test of how strong this guy is. Mm-hmm. He's like, what the? And, but while she's sneaking out of the house, she goes in through his laboratory, and there's like 12 degrees just all over the wall. Just boom, mm-hmm. a wall just with degrees. Uh, there's all these different types of suits everywhere. There's and then there's a there, there's a chamber with nothing in it, mm-hmm. but it looks like there's like a shape of something there. So that's where you know. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh okay. 
So he's a um, he works for the military, and he's a um, he he's a he's the leading uh, is leading in cutting edge optics for the military. So like optic surveillance and um, you know optic suits, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like predator kind of. Yes. So he's the lead. Yeah, he's the leader and all that stuff. But you don't find any of that stuff out until way after, you know. So then she escapes. Blah blah blah. Two months later, um, they find out he killed himself, quote unquote. Like, right. yeah, he disappeared, sure. or he killed himself. They show him dead, uh, and all this stuff. <clears throat> but in reality, he just you know made himself look dead so he could stalk this chick mm. in a fucking, uh, fucking hole, a huge suit made of cameras, you know, where he can't see her, and the mm. suit's like stealthy and dead silent. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it's a trippy movie, man. So that that's the <laughs> the invisible man. Mm-hmm. So he's so she's staying at this guy's house. One of her friends with her, his his and her him and her daughter. Okay, who's in this movie? Here we go. Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson, Cohen as Aaron Griffin. So he's he's the invisible man. Uh, Harriet Dreyer as Elizabeth Cass. Uh, Aldous Hodge. As James Lander and Storm Reed as Sidney Lander, so the the father daughter, <clears throat> uh, Michael Dorman as Tom Green or as Tom Graffin or Graffinin. So yeah, so so she's staying at their house, uh, and then and and so she's like agoraphobic, you know, she doesn't go outside. Mm-hmm. So, and this time she's stepping out. It's like, oh, he's dead. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. So he's stepping out to get her mail. She gets her mail. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she's in the house. You know, an oven will turn on really hot. Mm-hmm. Or uh, I think she's, I think he stole a knife off the counter. She was cutting with something. He stole a knife off the counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that comes into play later, the knives. Uh, and then it's very subtle. It just shows like negative space. Mm-hmm. Where he would be standing, and I think he was standing there, and they just took him out digitally. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at every shot, he could be in the room, just mm-hmm. standing in one certain spot, and that they never go over to. Mm-hmm. And, and like at one point, the whole room got smoky, and they didn't do a cheesy effect. Like, oh, here's his shape. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was more or less like a ghost, right? You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I saw some like teaser <clears throat> images or. Uh, Teaser that had um, what's like fun- him sitting on a blanket on the couch, and what's you could see is, the outline of his ass. But that the, was it. What's funny is the trailers are completely different. Mm-hmm. The trailers aren't even the movie. Well, that's a good thing, right? I mean, yeah, that's it, excellent. It looked intriguing. <clears throat> I like the story of the Invisible Man. Yeah, the movie, the trailers made it look like it's like, oh, it's an action movie. Here, do 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 do. Here, this that. It's completely different than that. Uh, it doesn't even show anything that happened in the trailer. It's like all the stuff they shot, they cut out of the movie. Oh, interesting. Okay. <clears throat> wow. So if you're expecting to her to be in the shower with a handprint that comes up, mm-hmm. that never happens in the movie. Uh, no one ever sits down in that chair. No. Oh, the uh, chair never happened. Huh? The chair scene never happened in the gotcha. movie at all. Uh, there's a scene where... It, it's like, in the Snyder Cut, though, Chris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a scene where they think... Like she says, like, oh, I think he's in this room. They do they do it a little differently. But yeah, most of the scenes in the trailers aren't even in there. Hmm. Which is cool. 
for yeah. a horror movie. <clears throat> so yeah, and this one, it more or less, it just goes on the stalker route. He goes mad and stalks this woman and, and just harasses her and just like fucks with her her whole life. It's just weird. Well, <clears throat> that's the premise of the old Victorian <clears throat> horror novel too. I mean, yeah, the idea was that dude was obsessed and had a lab accident with chemicals and just became invisible. Wasn't wearing a suit, but... But he was trying to, like, like go, Hey, it's me. I'm normal, you know? And she was freaking out because he was the invisible man, right? Oh, and... no, I'm, I'm talking about the original book. It was dark like this. Oh, oh, oh. Sounds oh. like it was. Like, stalkery, <clears throat> but not his wife. And for... Okay, okay. He became invisible for different reasons, but the same basic idea. The you're talking about the movie from yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. 55 or uh-huh. 60 something like that yeah yeah I mean that one is definitely cleaned up like it's a disnified kind of and then you have uh, John Carpenter's memoir of an invisible man I don't know that I saw that one with uh, with uh, Chevy Chase as the invisible man oh did I see you that? you've seen it remember he's uh, he's in that lab and half of the lab gets turned um, invisible and he's sitting in it. And so half the building's invisible, and he happened to be sleeping overnight in the lab. Oh. And he wakes up, he's like, what the hell? Yeah, shows him smoking and his lungs filling up. Oh, like all those weird effects. Uh-huh. Yeah, Deficit Pick of the Week, guys, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. I think I'll have to watch it. I, if You've I wa- seen it. If You've I watched it. it, it was so long ago, I can... I mean, it sounds familiar, yeah, but... John Carpenter and Chevy Chase. It's like such a weird that's, Yeah, I mean, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Memoirs of the Invisible Man? Yeah, Memoirs of the Invisible Man, John Carpenter. And uh, this one is... uh, Hints, the only thing you see with bandages is a guy go by in a wheelchair and bandages. That's like one of the only uh, hints. when he's disguising his uh, infirmity in the 60s Uh, or whatever. So, so so, So she has agoraphobia. She gets the mail when it comes in. Oh, hey, this letter's for you. Really? No one knows I'm here. Except for weirdo. That's not weird. Yeah. So basically, it's a letter saying, hey, uh, in the time of my death, you get $5 million. Come over here, blah, 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 and receive it. And the brother's the lawyer. Mm. The brother's like, hey, how's it going? And of course, <clears throat> Invisible Man is hanging out in the office. I think he's there somewhere. Right. But yeah, he's like, hey, how's it going? The uh, Here's uh, $5 million bucks. You'll get $10,000. No, you get $100,000 a month mm-hmm. for the next whatever four months or i don't know what does that break down to i don't know but yeah you'll get it in a hundred thousand dollar installments I'm like okay great <laughs> yeah i mean why not it's a nice steady every paycheck. month yeah it's a nice steady <clears throat> paycheck yeah uh barring that you uh res- you know you don't get arrested you know all this stuff oh, blah, okay. blah 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 conditions of course. Con- yeah like no- normal like conditions of a will mm-hmm. like you know you don't get arrested in the law blah 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 and she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, pff, why would I ever do that? Mm-hmm. You know, until the psycho pushes me and fucking do crazy shit. Right. <clears throat> so, okay, I'm going to spoil this movie. You want to spoil it? Here I think we go. you've already spoiled a lot of it, but... Um, uh, not really. Go for it. Okay, spoiler alert, guys, for the uh, Invisible Man 2020. I saw it three times. Uh, saw an IMAX. was amazing. Invisible IMAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a great that was one of the better experiences. That those speakers are loud as shit at that IMAX. Are they? Yeah, because you feel those hits and punches, even though there's nothing attached to your seat. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so IMAX was the best experience so far to see it. Uh, I liked Prime because you felt it when the Invisible Man was there. He was punching you and stuff. Uh, but I don't know. Oh, so the uh, the director Lee Wanell, he did. It was uh, Upgrade was the movie I'm trying to think of from last week. Uh, that was the last movie he directed was Upgrade. Mm-hmm. You'd like that movie. Okay. It's the guy who gets a computer chip in his back. Uh, this one, this movie was made for eight, $7 million, made $28 million opening weekend. Not shabby. So, yeah, it's a real simple movie. Real simple premise. Um, <clears throat> so then when she... <clears throat> So she gets the mail, blah, blah, you do this, that. Um, then she starts noticing, like, like the guy, like, while they're sleeping, he comes around, takes pictures of him. But you don't see him. You just see, like, first-person view. Mm-hmm. You, you see first-person view also of him standing around in the house. He's just, like, looking down the hallway. And it doesn't, like, say that it's him, but you can tell. Right. The camera's supposed to be him. Then it has her, like, basically standing in a doorway, staring at her in a room. And then she's like, huh, I feel like something's watching me. Then starts walking that way. And then she like walks like away from the door. Mm-hmm. Like real creepy shit, dude. Right. <laughs> Just a creeper, man. And the fact that he's not um, like making any noise. Mm-hmm. That's what's weird. So yeah, she and then so she's sleeping with her uh, the niece or whatever. He pulls the covers off both of them, starts taking pictures of them. Uh, she wakes up, starts pulling the sheets, and then he steps on the sheet. You barely see a foot imprint on the sheet. And she's like, what the fuck? And then uh, steps on it again and then throws it, freaks out. The dude runs in. No one's there, of course. Like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Mm-hmm. He was just in here. Do-do-do. Yeah, something weird happened. Wait, he's dead. What are you talking about? He's not here. You know, so they're trying to make her all crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, after that, he uh, punches the little girl <laughs> and makes it look like she did it. Oh. You know? <laughs> Damn. That's like, cold. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, ah, why'd you do that? I'm like, uh, I guess so. <laughs> he just like punches this kid. Uh, he's like, you need to stay away so he can separate them. Um,. Yeah, so she can uh, separate. So she separates the two. Blah blah blah. And then she's like, "Oh, I need to call my sister." All this crazy shit's going down. Uh, and then when she leaves, she, the whole fight scene goes down. The shadow man comes out uh, and starts. You know, it's just her fighting herself. Basically, it looks weird. Mm. Okay. Uh, when everyone leaves, he comes out and starts uh, beating her up, but never talks really. And then he tells her, takes her sister out to dinner, tells her sister what's up, and then all of a sudden a knife comes out, the one from the kitchen, cuts her sister's neck, puts it in her hand. So she's sitting here at the dinner table with a knife in her hand, and her sister just got her throat slit. Mm-hmm. Some lady looks over and is like, oh my god. <laughs> so it just totally sets her up with the, with the throat slit. Right. That's cold. Yeah. Because now she loses the inheritance. Loses the inheritance. How is anyone going to believe her? Right. 
Yeah, he's just like, fuck you, bitch. She needs infrared goggles. She needs something, but I don't think this thing picks up anything. No. I think this is like... Hmm. Surprises body heat, too. This is state-of-the-art. Yeah. I'm sure it does, but at one point he's breathing out right next to her. He's like... When it's cold outside. Because he basically leaves out the front door one time. She's walking like, where are you? What are you doing? Boom, you hear the front door open and just walk. He just walks out. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a weird movie, man. Uh, but it does. Uh, and then she calls his phone. His phone's up in the attic, ringing. Mm-hmm. She goes up there, looks at it, and he, and he texts surprise on the phone. And then he tries to get up in the attic. <clears throat> she throws paint on him eventually. Yeah, And that's smart. the first time you see him. Mm-hmm. And this is like an hour into the movie. Hour and 15 minutes into the movie. The only time you see him, boom, she throws white paint on him. Then he, boom, cuts out real fast. Yeah. <coughs> well, he lost his superpower, yeah. But that freaked everyone out in the audience. Because it's like, his face is right there. Right in front of her. Because you haven't seen him at all. And then all of a sudden... Throws the paint. His face is like right here. He's like, Poof. I was like, oh, yeah. it's pretty funny. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> about as surprised I got. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but people are like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, just like that, huh? They were, you know, like the brothers, like fuck that shit. Mm-mm. There are a bunch of brothers in the audience of mine. <laughs> I went to three different showings. I was going to say. So I'm mixing them all up. Uh, like the sisters. Like, hell no, girl. Yeah, and they, uh, when when the throat got cut, gasped. I was like, ah! I was like, what? But other people were just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Eight million dollars. Uh, it's gonna be it's the number one movie right now for a horror movie, Blumhouse guys. I'm trying to get way back tickets. Uh, the ba- uh, Batman as an alcoholic basketball coach. Uh, but I don't see him yet. So okay, so <laughs> this movie ends well. Dude, has a great. I won't give away the ending. Okay. Has a great ending. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. But, you know. Come on. You thought it fit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I saw it three times. <laughs> I saw it before uh, I went and saw Onward at a sneak peek or a early showing of Onward. That uh, animated movie. All right, so what do I read this thing? Damn it, where did it go? Invisible Man. Four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, uh, and three to five cut necks. Oh, also at one point, she's like, oh, you're two months pregnant. It's like, what? It's like, what do you mean I'm two months pregnant? It's like, oh yeah, it must have happened recently. So I'm like, did he drug her with diazepam and rape her? No. <laughs> Maybe. In her sleep. That's pretty dark if he did. And I think that's what they were hinting at. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Yeah, because um, he leaves... Because 
she when she gets in the car, she drops the bottle of diazepam. Mm. And he's like, oh, you bitch. And then... Oh, he, like he picked it up on uh-huh. the right side. Gotcha. With his bloody hand from punching through the windshield. And then that same bottle ends up on her um, bathroom counter. She's like, uh-oh. Oh, I guess these... <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> okay, that's enough. Diazepam. Mm. Is that what's making you sneeze? Oh, uh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay, yeah, I said, did he rape her in her sleep? Question mark? Um, that is pretty dark, dude. Right? <laughs> I think he did. Mm. I'm pretty sure they should have showed that. Uh, hmm. Sleep rape. They showed it in the movie The Entity. They showed it in Ghostbusters. By the way, yeah. he wasn't sleeping. Well, person. he got a ghost head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have... Um... That's funny. That's what a Ghostbusters fan is called. A ghost head. Oh, yeah. Because they... it's a play on the word. and. Uh... Mm-hmm. Okay, so now they're going to do more Universal Monster movies, probably. What? Really? They don't need to. Um, I mean, it would be cool to have a good mummy movie or a good Dracula movie, you know? If it's done as well as this one, Mm -hmm. uh, yes, they can do it. I don't know if they need to make it like an interconnected universe. No, no, they're not going to. They're just going to be one-offs. I hope so, because, yeah, trying to shoehorn it all together, I don't know that, what is it? No, this can't be another universe because uh, Invisible Man... This is universal, right? There's there's not going to be a sequel with the Invisible Man, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay, pretty clear, huh? <laughs> yeah. Unless he faked his death again, Chris. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty clear. He died invisibly this time, though. So they could do a... a I, I'd like to see a modern version of Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I think that'd be the next one to do. It's called Fight Club, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> it is, man. It's Fight Club. Kinda. It is. He doesn't know what his other half is doing. Correct. But there's like transformation and monsterification. He turns into Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I guess In his so. mind. Right. You know. Like that would be like a modern version of Jekyll. He like in his mind he'd be mentally like, oh, I'm as strong as a uh, like mm-hmm. a in, in real life. Like, Physi- come on, guys. He physically doesn't change. <clears throat> he doesn't but change at the- all, but he only changes mentally. Yeah, that's the point of Jekyll and Hyde, though, is he has the actual physical manifestation of his psychosis and anger and all that stuff. And so he it, he's like the inspiration for the Hulk, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you know that's the whole premise it would be like a violent dark gritty incredible hulk movie would be the best way to describe or just be like just an angry dad (laughs) it'd be like just like the angry dad get up the fucking lawn god damn you know and then he rips out the oak (laughs) tree in the front yard and throws it into the neighbor's yard like dad dad i'm sorry shut up right the leaves like what Like, yeah, the modern day Jekyll and Hyde would just be like a like a yeah like a Walter suburban, White yeah suburban dad <laughs> like Walter White right and then the modern day Dracula he would just be like a social pariah and just like just drain everyone's uh, energy mm-hmm. like um, he'd drain their cell phone batteries and well no he'd be like the no. uh, in um, God damn it uh, the vampire documentary movie. Oh, what we uh, do in the shadows? The TV show, it's hilarious. One of their friends, he's a um, 
uh, basically he he drains the life out of everybody like just by being in the room. Oh, okay. he did because he's so boring. Mm. So, he's just like, <laughs> so he doesn't have to eat it. No, he doesn't. No, he drains on their energy. He drains on their energy and just it's like, wow, I'm getting all bored and tired. It's like, yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) What is that called? He drains on their. um... No, he he sucks on their essence. Sure, soul, whatever you want to call it. No, it's not their soul. It's uh, I forget what it is. But yeah, their chi. Yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah. That's his vampire skill. I mean that's a lot less messy than biting necks and like, all yeah, that but stuff. yeah, but he's just the downer at the party. He'll come in and we're like, ah, oh. like all the other vampires don't invite him to stay. No, yeah, no yeah. one hangs out. Like, he's great. like the Eeyore of vampires. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so that movie, guys, bam, mm-hmm. Invisible Mon, the reggae version. <laughs> yeah, Mon, I'd be Invisible Mon, like the Invisible Mon. He's coming after me. What are you talking about, Mon? It's me, Invisible Mon. I have optics on my dreadlocks, Mon. <laughs> you'll see, like, you'll get the joke when you see the movie. Uh-huh. But yeah, Mon. His optic suit has like a huge, like, huge uh, dreadlock afro. Oh, does it? No. Oh. That's what it'll look like. He'll look like the predator. Uh-huh. Yeah, Mon. The Invisible Mon. The reggae version. But what are you doing over here? All right, what do you got? Uh, not much after that, no. What's, what's going on over here? I'm invisible, man. You can't tee me, man. Stop talking. Now I don't know where you are. <clears throat> Sounds amazing. Right, go for it. Um, so, yeah, man. Star Wars. Not a new movie. Not a new show. They've got a new series of comic books coming out, though. Um, Finally, they're going to address the stoners with the High Republic. Like, yeah. hey, bro. Am I a Jedi? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah, it is. It's called the High Republic. Um, so, it's 200 years before the Phantom Menace when the Jedi are at the peak of their power. And it's supposed to be exploring all of the chivalrous stuff they did to keep the light side of the force high. So it's essentially like... It's killing small children. Yeah. Knights of the Round Table, but with Jedi, is the basic sense I'm getting from the article I read, which could be fun, right? And they're saying it's not just going to be focused on Jedi. There will be smugglers and bounty hunters and criminals Mm -hmm. and, you know, hopefully no Senate debates or anything like that, but we'll see. Um... But yeah, it, so that that's something to look forward to. I mean, no, you don't read comics. But. The High Council, be like, hey man, the High Republic, dude. It's not just the Council that's We're high, Chris. Hella high, bro. We're the High Republic. <clears throat> no wonder why we didn't last long. Yeah, <laughs> everyone fell asleep and things just broke. That's so. all I hear about with those guys, or that's all I think about when I hear that. Is the high word, bro? <clears throat> Stoner. What? <laughs> right. Well, dude, the Jedi are coming. Come on. Huh? What's that? Okay, so let's see. If I go and order the movies I saw. Ooh, I went total backwards. Oh, well. We're doing this one now. Here we go, guys. What? Speaking of High Republic, 
high students in the breakfast club. Won't you see about me? I'll be alone, dancing in the wood, baby. Tell me your troubles and doubts. Giving me everything inside and out. Yeah. Come on. You know this song. You know sure. this movie. Sure. Woo! Come on, guys. Breakfast Club. Is it 40 years? Uh, is that why it was no. in theaters? 40 years? I was like in 8th grade when this came out. Let's see. Okay, Breck. Fast. Okay, the breakfast of 1985. So 35 years. Five high school students meet in a Saturday detention to discover how they have a lot more in common than they thought. Bam. Shermer High School, Shermer, Illinois. Bam. Uh, five students with nothing in common face spending a Saturday in detention together. 7 a.m. They had nothing to do. But by 4 p.m. They had bared their souls to each other. They become good friends. To the outside world. They were simply a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, and a criminal. But to each other, they will always be the breakfast club. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was great seeing on the big screen. Had you not seen it in theaters no. before? Eighty-five. When when am I going to see the fucking Breakfast Club in the theater? Ah. <clears throat> no, I never saw it in the theater. Did you see it in the theater? Fuck no. <laughs> I don't think I've seen any John Hughes movies in the theater, but think about it. I saw them all in VHS. I didn't really care about going to the theater. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, I think I saw them all in VHS. <clears throat> so when Pretty in Pink comes out, guys, I'm there. <laughs> Weird Science. I think I saw Weird Science in the theater. Okay. That's John Hughes, right? I, you know, I don't know. I think, God damn it. <clears throat> I don't know. It was John Hughes. Okay. Okay, starring Emilio S. Tavez. Uh, who looks weird as shit now, dude. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Oh, okay, he just has a beard. Okay. <laughs> okay, Emilio Estevez, who won't take his, uh, his other, his brother's name, Sheen, or his dad's name. He wants to take their middle name, Estevez. So... Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, Paul Gleason, Anthony Michael Hall, who's like all swole now. It's just like, <laughs> uh, and the janitor, John Kapalakis. Kalapikis? Uh, 1965. He's in the shape of water in 2017. The janitor from uh, 
<clears throat> okay, so we're going over this here. Bam. Another Wing Chun hit, guys. Wing Chun hit. Come on. This is a great soundtrack. 1985. Remember this part when they're running through the hallways? <clears throat> yeah, more or less. It's been a while since I've seen this movie. Um, yeah, so they do. Uh, so opening shot of the movie. Any, uh, open this locker and you die, fag. In like full fucking... So great. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, Emilio Estevez calls Judd Nelson a faggot. It's like, keep talking, faggot. <laughs> well. Uh, I mean, it was 85. It was so great, man. Uh, I remember hearing that a lot in 85. Yeah. I laughed out loud, man, when it was like, open this locker and you die, fag, in just huge black um, marker letters mm -hmm. on the front of the locker. Right. With an exclamation point. <laughs> See, I always thought it was like, open this locker and you die, because we always get the edited version. They never put the fag version down there. Gotcha. It was always, open the locker and you die. So they cropped the, that shot. They would just stop, yeah. Yeah. Right there. So most people don't remember that. So, but in the originals, don't open the locker, you die, fag. And the camera pans down slowly. This is John Hughes directing and writing these movies. And the, it's like fag. He has panty shots of Molly Ringwald. It's like, hold on, Molly. Let me get in between your legs with this camera. This is probably stunt crotch. Um, yeah. So Judd Nelson tries to eat out Molly Ringwald. Um, it's uh, uh, he verbally abuses fucking um, uh, Anthony Michael Hall's character. That is true. Who's great, man? His character totally stands up. Uh, just and there's his character still out there today. Mm. You know, he's just like, well, you know, uh, he's gonna shoot himself in the head with the flare gun. You know, the flare gun went off <laughs> in the locker. Yeah. Oh man. Um yeah, it's a it's a great movie, man. February fifteenth, nineteen eighty five it came out. Thirty five years. Jesus. So that's when I saw it on the fifteenth of February? No. No, but they released it around it, you know. A budget of a million dollars. Worldwide gross, fifty one million dollars. Jesus. That's I mean, true. think about that, though. Opening like, weekend, it made $5 million a domestic. It's a really damn simple movie to shoot. You're in a library and a couple locker rooms and hallways. and You just need a school for on a Saturday. Yeah, you need good writing. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah. It made $5 million, So it made his money back opening weekend. Five times over, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't a bomb at all. Uh, what else? Uh, when tickets were like three bucks a piece. Oh, the sound mix was, um, sound mix was mono for the original. Are you surprised? Uh, this one I saw was, um, was, uh, it wasn't, was it mono? Maybe it was. I just didn't notice. Would have been. It was all coming out the front and not really at the, I don't know, maybe it was mono. 
But it's weird seeing like all the like, wow. They'll do close-ups of Ali Sheedy. Mm-hmm. Like her, her whole face is taking up the screen. Uh, Molly Ringwald, all of them. It's trippy, man. That's a totally different feel. Uh, Judd Nelson's character is hilarious, as always. Uh, just say, like, <laughs> you wanna? It's like, hey, Dad, how's your day, son? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Dad. How was school today? <laughs> Great, Dad. <laughs> oh, my family? That's easy. Worthless, piece of shit, no good, son of a bitch. You forgot. Lazy, stupid, shut up and give me my turkey pot pie, bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. You've clearly seen that movie way more than I have. (laughs) Well, I just saw it, too. And, uh... And I think some dad was sitting next to me with her, with his daughter, <laughs> like 16, 17 year old daughter. I think uh-huh. I thought that was funny. <clears throat> when you see Mila Estevez, like, shut up, faggot. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, no one else did. I was like, ha! I was like, hmm, should we laugh at this? <laughs> it's like, yes, it's 1985 comedy. Mm. You can laugh at old comedies, people. Yeah. Just because you can't make them nowadays doesn't mean you can't laugh at the old ones. Right. Yeah, just like I'm seeing Airplane. I got tickets for that. Like, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> like in May. That's an awesome movie to see. I've never seen that in the theater. Neither. Well, <clears throat> dude, I, I might have seen that in a midnight movie. Yeah, I never have. I don't remember either. I don't think I did. Yeah. I think I'm making that up. But <clears throat> that would be awesome. Yeah, I've only seen that on VHS. And that was when um, the uh, the chick going by with the boobs, mm-hmm. uh, our neighbor had like a high-tech VHS so you could rewind it and fast-forward it really fast. Yeah. So it's boobs going back and forth <laughs> across the screen. Right. <laughs> of course. What else do you do with VHS? And no, uh, no internet access to hardcore porn. The, cla- the, the fact that boobs just go shaking across the screen is fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, I used to do the same thing with a Kentucky Fried movie when that dude's getting chased by all the chicks yeah. with no shirts on. Yeah, uh, That was pretty awesome. Yeah, it's an old like Benny Hill trope. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, everyone's panicking and some boobs go shaking across the screen. Oh man. <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> this song. Uh, then this song when he's crawling. And then. And that's it. And then this song when um, they all get stoned and Emilio Estevez breaks the glass while shouting at it. Remember that? Vaguely. Then he starts dancing around the whole top. Like like when marijuana was like so like people yeah, didn't know what the fuck. Evil, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this movie's totally worth seeing on the big screen again. Again. Oh for the first time. I'm glad I didn't miss it up. Four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five burnt doobies. 
for the Breakfast Club. Uh, one of the better John Hughes movies. Um, it's mostly dialogue, guys. Mostly dialogue. Mm. But not boring. No. No, but you forget how dialogue heavy it is and how ins- how deep they get. It's like, oh my god. Hilarious. Yeah. Remember when he's dancing and punching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, it's me. I taped you guys' butt cheeks together. Come on. <laughs> I tried to shoot myself. Oh, I'm Ellie Sheedy. I am just a complete psychopath and I have nothing else to do. Wow. And that sandwich that she eats is so much nastier on the big screen. Remember the sandwich? It's butter, sugar, tons of sugar, Captain Crunch. Then she takes it and just eats it. No, I don't remember that. Remember I must that? have blocked that out from horror. <laughs> and, she, and she eats it in the crunch, man. It's so loud. She takes a couple bites of it and eats it. And that's 80s shit. So she was doing that. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, it's a digital sandwich, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that sandwich is, uh, was uh, universal. That's what made her shit stick out. And then the dandruff, the snow on her picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, stealing the switchblade. Uh, he knows it. That's all she did. Yeah, and the opening credits is basically everyone and what they did. You're like, oh yeah, there's the flare gun that went off in the locker. There's the prom queen. But the stoner guy, he was just being busted all the time, so he really didn't do anything. You mean he was constantly in detention? Yeah. <laughs> He's like 30 years old. Does Barry Manilow know we raid, you, we raid his wardrobe? <laughs> uh, that's a good joke, guys. Come on. If anybody out there knew who Barry Manilow was. Barry Manilow. Does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? That's it, mister. But then it showed him after yelling at him that he didn't really want to yell at him. He's like... <sighs> The principal. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I never noticed that before. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I really don't want to yell at these kids, but they forced me to. Totally. So yeah, guys, that's, uh, you should see it. Breakfast Club. Followed by, um, The Invisible Man. Yeah, what am I seeing this week? The Way Back. The Ben Affleck movie where he's an alcoholic basketball coach hmm I'm gonna uh, go with my mom I go hmm where are the tickets the hunt and uh, what's it called they're coming out the following weekend but I don't see my way back tickets at all onward I saw I'll rate that in a little bit what do we got on time 107 you wanna take a break or you wanna keep going either way all right, let's keep going then. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Just like the Breakfast Club. We're keep going. Woo! Okay, what do you got? Mm. 
So a guy named Roy Alella. Roy Orbison? Yeah. Uh, maybe. So, no. His... He's not even blind. I thought he was blind, dude, for so long. <laughs> like, you fucking faking-ass motherfucker. No, he had some eye condition, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. His eye condition was what? He was a fucking vampire. Was no, he had, his eyes were more sensitive to light, and so the stage lights. Yeah, hurt it's called him a vampire. Stuff. Could be. Uh, no, this guy Roy Alella. Um, he's from Kenya and an engineer. He created a set of gloves that, when someone is using sign language to communicate, the words they spell out get spoken through some kind of speaker interface. Oh, weird. So basically, when you sign, it, it's like a translator, right? Like when you use Google Translate and you say something, and then you can translate it into another language mm-hmm. and play that for people. Yeah. Like, I need to know where the bathroom is in Chinese or Mandarin or whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this would be for signing people to be able to communicate with people who can hear. <clears throat> so... For deaf people to be able to sign, and then it... How would you sign in a foreign country like China? Um, you hope someone knows American sign language. Like, uh, you're trying to do like Chinese symbols? What the fuck? No. There's probably do? a... Is there a universal sign language? All no, of... no. No? I know that there's American sign language and British sign language. And they're British like, piss off, mate! <laughs> well, yes, but um, it's... Yeah, it's different hand motions to represent different words and stuff. So it is a different language. Like someone who speaks or uses American Sign Language mm-hmm. um, cannot talk to someone who uses British Sign Language. Well, so, what are you saying? Yeah. They're like, come on, man, let's go down to the store. Like, uh, what? So yeah. they're sitting there just like... <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, it wouldn't work. There has to be a YouTube video of that, right? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Maybe. But this guy's gloves, um, because it's a digital interface, you can load whatever version of sign language you wanted. Those are going to get stolen. Or... Like, so I want to, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But at least right now, he's um, he's gotten a whole bunch of venture capital funding um, because of interest in these devices. And he's talking about um, using these philanthropically once they're out of the development mm-hmm. so that they would be donated to schools um, for the deaf and stuff like that. For the deaf? Right. There are schools dedicated to kids who have hearing disability. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so he's saying, I'm going to donate those gloves to those schools. How are the deaf going to hear the gloves, though? But they'd use them to communicate with their family. Oh, uh, okay. You know. So, okay. <laughs> Just make them say the totally opposite words that they mean. It's like, I hate you. Well, it says, I love you. Like, no, no, it's opposite. They, what? So they're doing, I love you, but the gloves are saying, I hate you. Well, that would be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Or you put in a little, like little program that drops cuss words in randomly. Yep. It's like, mother, I love you. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> what? Just random. Yeah. These aren't saying anything. <laughs> they have Tourette's like, stupid motherfucker. Like, what? 
That could happen, I suppose. Yeah. But anyway, these gloves. Tourette's gloves, guys. That's they're, they're going to be called. They're in kind of development right now. They're not a finalized product, but they're going that way. But it's a neat bit of tech. Like, that's actually useful for a lot of people, right? It, being deaf is not that uncommon. Um, so giving them a way to be able to communicate with whoever they need to is pretty fucking smart. It's like Google Translate in a sense, right? You can yeah. take your phone anywhere as long as you can get to that website or use that app and pretty much communicate with anybody if they're willing to sit there while you <laughs> say stuff to it and then translate it into their language. Uh, that's true. Well, so so it's going to uh, so this thing will be able to speak Mandarin also. Uh, again, it because it's using some kind of memory, you could load whatever languages you want on there, right? So you could be speaking an American Sign Language, let's say, and be in China and have it put Mandarin out. So it translates from American Sign Language into English and then from English into Chinese. Okay. Or maybe you can do a direct translation. I don't, <clears throat> I don't honestly know. But anyway, you could have it speak whatever language you wanted, probably with a brief update, a little download to an app on your smartphone or some shit. Well, it doesn't get too much into the interface or how it all works, other than that there are sensors in the gloves that you wear um, that, you know, measures how far you bent your fingers and what angle your wrists are at and all those kinds of things. So it can decipher. Yeah. So it can decipher the the motions you're making in the sign language, which is Weird. cool. Yeah, it's neat. Okay, here we go, guys. Guns akimbo. Rockets, 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 rockets. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. <clears throat> Guns Akimbo Starring Daniel Radcliffe and Samara Weaving I get to know your name. If you guys wanna know what this movie's about picture um crank the movie meets uh, Gamer the movie meets um uh, what was the other thing I was going to say was <clears throat> uh, oh meets um, Running Man okay so put all those three together and you have Guns Akimbo uh, so okay here's the premise guys uh, a guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. Okay, here it goes. Miles is stuck in a dead-end job, still in love with his ex-girlfriend. Unbeknownst to him, <clears throat> a game a game called Schism is running a deadly competition within the city, which computers which com- which complete strangers fight to the death. For entertainment for online audience of millions. Okay, Miles soon finds himself caught in the game and forced to fight to the death. Miles' lifetime running for his blah, 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 blah. So he wakes up with guns bolted to his hands. Uh, 50 rounds each clip. 
So he has a hundred bullets on uh, on each of his little uh, little handguns that are bolted to his fingers and through his palms. Uh-oh. I didn't see anything. And uh, so, oh my god! So, and it's it's yeah, it's a film like Crank, where it's all fast. It's like, oh what? Huh? Wait, where are you going? Right. People being shot, fast camera shit, flipped all over the place. Uh, rated R for strong, bloody violence throughout, pervasive language, druggy, sexual references, brief graphic nudity. Uh, it's not that great. Here, I'll show you a picture of Daniel Ratcliffe with his. See, there's like his guns bolted to his hands. Oof. <laughs> That looks like a shitty thing to have happen to you. Uh, yeah, it's funny when he's trying to pull up his pants. He's like, uh, no. And when he's trying to eat. He's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, you're going to eat that hot dog? He's like, yeah. Oh, cool. That's been sitting in this uh, can for like three weeks. Glad someone's going to eat it. Like, mm. It was like on the streets. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. vile shit, that, man. That would suck. Three-week-old hot dog. That would make me yak, too, I think. Oh. Uh, uh, let's see. Daniel Ratcliffe and Ned Denny both appeared in Harry Potter. I don't know who that is. So it doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. Oh. So basically, he's just trying to get around with guns. So, opening weekend, this thing made $12,000. <laughs> in Australia. Worldwide, it grossed 20000 Oh, wow. <clears throat> Quite a pickup for the rest of the world. <laughs> so, wait, was that's like it, Daniel Radcliffe. That's like was like it, a car payment. Was <laughs> it limited release or was it's it? It's on VOD. Oh, uh, okay. That's so, what's making all the money. VOD. So twenty thousand divided by five. So four thousand people saw this. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, let's see. It's. Um, Damn it, it's not it's guns akimbo everywhere. Spain, Spain, Italy, Canada. So yeah, so he's running around. Uh all these people are all these gangs are after him. They pop up out of nowhere. Oh, I'm gonna kill you now. Bam, bam, bam. He ends up shooting him in the head or whatever. It's alright. Gets a little old. <clears throat> it's just like, uh oh, another flashy camera shots with weird colors flying around and bullets hitting people in the head in slow motion. You know, like that for the sixth time. Like, all right. You know, so. Not great. I was expecting more. I was falling asleep watching it. Hmm. Well, that's not good news. Maybe that's why I made 20,000. Yeah. Let's see. What do I rate it? Uh, Guns Akimbo. Two to five ear holes. Two to five eye holes. And two to five bolted guns. For Guns Akimbo. Oof. Let's see. Here we go, guys. Next one. Only like four episodes in. No. Three episodes in. Altered Carbon Season 2. Still as confusing as season one. 
You know a little bit more what's going on now because you know it's you know these people are doing now. As far as the uh, the sleeves go and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So their lingo is you get used to it now instead of it being new. So like, okay, now now I know what you're talking about. You're talking about sleeves and jumping around and and sleeves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this one stars um, what's his face. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, yes. Same guy, different guy. You know what I mean? It's Yokudo Yokindo, whatever his name is. The Asian guy from the first one. It's still him. Okay. He's just in Anthony Mackie's body. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> but his body is... Uh, same character, different actor. The only difference is his body is a military suit. Oh, Anthony Mackie's a badass. So, so he was given a military body to where like his hands are magnetic... So they can, he can draw weapons from a distance. Oh, to his hands, like, <laughs> you know, it's, like <laughs> it's a little Iron Manny, if you ask me. <clears throat> well, of course. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so he can draw weapons from a distance and it's like other stuff. And so I guess he's being hunted by the Wolf Pack, a pack of military people yeah. who have the same exact type of body, who know how to use it, and they beat the shit out of people with it. That's where I am so far. Uh, Poe is still hanging out with him. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. From the first one. Right, right. The hologram? Yeah, Poe is still with him. <laughs> you'll find out how and why, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he died in the first season. Yeah, you'll see. But yeah, so Poe's hanging out. He's still the same. Uh-huh. A little bit. And then, um, that's about it. That's about as far as I am. Just getting like back to what's going on. There's still, he's still looking for the same chick. You know, uh, what's her face? The chick he fell in love with from the war or whatever the fuck. It's like, where is she? You know, there's something going on with her now, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought she was dead, though. I have no idea what's going on. So, no one's really dead. They're like, oh, for real dead. That's their dumbest line. Yeah. Like, oh, he's dead? Oh, it doesn't matter. We can t- No. For real dead. <laughs> yeah, that's when the little thing in the back of their neck that stores well, yeah. the stacks or whatever. Yeah, the, st- the when their stack gets destroyed. So when these guys are, when the military guys are running in, they're shooting right at their stacks. Yeah. So they're shooting everybody's stacks instead of their heads. So you just see these little blue things explode out the back of their necks. Like, yeah, so the military just shoots for your stacks. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, that's messed up. We're not on Earth anymore. No. Which is cool. I don't. Even, I still don't know where we are. It's not Earth as far as I know. It's like it doesn't look like Earth to me. Let's just, oh, we're, we're, like, we're, we're like on the ninth moon of Flim Flam, you know? It's like, <laughs> whatever. I like Flim Flam. That should be the name of one. I have no idea where they are, but they're not on Earth. Uh-huh. Which is cool, because the other one took place in San Francisco. This one is obviously, like, good CG, because it's fucking Netflix, you know, and watching some 4K. Good CG, and it reminds me of, um, uh, what's it called? Like, very more elaborate versions of uh, Total Recall sets, you know, where it's like a built-in city into rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. For, like, Total Recall. That's what the sets remind me of. But a better version. So, so far I'm getting altered carbon. Four to five ear holes, three to five eye holes. 
And uh, three to five dead sleeves. Uh, for that, yeah. Oh, and another one real quick. Impractical Jokers, guys. Horrible movie. <laughs> the show's pretty funny. I watch it here and there. Mm-hmm. The movie just, they didn't translate. It no. was like, it's like, it's like jackass for old people. You know, it's like, oh, look at this joke. <laughs> you know, or, or jackass for just like, I don't know. It's jackass without the danger factor. Yeah. It's like, it's like jerk ass. Well, yeah, it's like those hidden camera shows they used to have. What was it? Surprise, you're on hidden camera. Wasn't that it? Yeah. But these guys are three guys. Have you ever watched Impractical Jokers? Like twice. Not often. Okay. So you, yeah, you, you they, get the premise. Yeah, they go and they fool with someone and do they're, silly they're shit. They're three friends and they all do bets. Okay. So let's say like you have to make this old lady sign this piece of paper saying that you're the best. No matter how you do it, you have to do it. Otherwise, you fail this test. So they'll be like, hey, uh, my brother, you know, he's really sick and he wants me to, you know, he wants somebody to sign a piece of paper for him and say that he's the best or, you know, just make up lies or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. So they'll do weird shit like that or go, hey, make this hot chick rub tanning lotion on your belly, you know, or just dumb shit. Mm -hmm. And so they'll, and then the loser will have to, uh, like say go scuba diving with sharks, even they'll do their pick their biggest phobias, mm-hmm. and if they don't do it, they get kicked off the show. Damn. And this is a pact that they've all made with each other, mm. so they have to do the challenges. They're making millions of dollars. It's not yeah, like yeah. they're making so much money at this point. They have cruises and shit, but like yeah. So if they don't do this, it's a phobia. So one of the phobias, the guy's afraid of heights, and at the end of the movie, this guy is strapped to the top of a biplane. And just they're fucking just looping him around. He's like, ah! I mean, to be fair, I'd probably be doing the same fucking thing, but I'd also be having fun. Well, yeah, but dude, and the uh, other guy, he's legitimately afraid of cats. So they strap him down, and they have these hot chicks put kitty cats on him. He's like, ah! Ah! like freaking, out. like little kittens, little kittens, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those fuckers' claws can be sharp, but Jesus, that's a bit much. Uh, or like, yeah, because he's a germaphobe, so they'll put him in like, uh, go, okay, you have to hang out in the sewer <laughs> for like 20 minutes. And like, what? <laughs> or swim in a swamp yeah. and pretend you're a swamp monster and scare these tourists that are coming through on a boat. <laughs> uh. Uh, or there's one, there's a bet where um, this guy, they had to shave his head and the other guy had to wear it as a wig. So you'll see him, you'll see him with bad wig, like a made wig of his hair, and he'll be wearing it on some episodes and like these bad eyebrows. Yeah, it, it's just horrible. But they're making so much money, it's like fuck it, why not? Yeah, they've been on for years. That much I know. <clears throat> yeah, they've been they own basically True TV at this point. Yeah, what else does True TV have? Uh, I don't know. Oh, here we go. So, but the movie was not... No. Did not have that spark, huh? <clears throat> like, the rudest thing they did, they went to a strip club. Okay, Murray, one of them, had, it was their birthday. So they went to a strip club, went to the champagne room, into the back. It was in Atlanta, so it was like a bunch of black chick strippers. And then the curtains were pulled back. They're singing happy birthday. And it's his aunts, uncles, moms, nieces. No. <laughs> like, his whole like, family's whole at the strip there. club? Yeah, I, like... With a cake and With everything. With a cake in the hand. <laughs> like nine and ten-year-old nieces and nephews. 
And he's got strippers all around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, that was pretty funny. <clears throat> um, what's another one they did? I think that was it. That's the only thing they did. <laughs> they just did one joke throughout the whole movie. <clears throat> but they weren't that memorable. That's what I'm saying. Like, their TV show is, a, is funnier. You know, so I gave it one out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. One out of five bad road trips. <clears throat> oh yeah, and Paula Abdul was in the movie. Like, what? oh, she acts? No, but they had to get somebody in the movie. <clears throat> and they're like, oh, we have to go down to the. There's only three backstage passes to the Paula Abdul concert, so on the way down, we're gonna give each other challenges. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna give each other challenges on the way down, so. If you don't pass the challenge, that's it. Right? Hmm. Come on, right? I mean, I guess so. Okay, what do you got before I go over my top five movies, soundtracks, worst five movies of February? Those people on acid bag, what is that? Okay, go. What do you got? Um, just interesting. I just stumbled across this. Um, if you've not bought it already, the Division Two is three dollars until right now. He gets it done already. No, it ends tomorrow at uh, eight a.m. Will it be done by the time this puts? <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> so never mind. Hey, there's an update for the Division Two. Oh, cool! <laughs> I'm not even playing that game. Yeah, me either. But three dollars caught my eye. Never mind. Um, a woman in Utah had to plead guilty to, uh, oh God, what was she charged with? Well, <laughs> so she pled guilty to admitting to one class B misdemeanor for lewdness. <clears throat> she was arrested because she was topless in her own home mm-hmm. in front of her, her, uh, stepkids mm-hmm. and the husband, her husband uh-huh. got mad. Because she was not wearing a shirt in front of kids. And so he called the cops on her. And she was originally arrested for three class A misdemeanors for lewdness involving a child. Or size A. And (laughs) she would have been required to register as a sex offender for 10 years because of that. Jesus. Yeah. So. Or D cup misdemeanor. Yeah. Oh, these ladies with their boobies. But it's uh, it's just puzzling to me. Like, So she had her shirt off walking around in her house. He, he was just mad at her and wanted to decide to do something. Or since it's Utah, he's a crazy Mormon, and you can't be walking around without your magic underwear on. It's like, four of my other wives got the shirt on. <laughs> Why do you walk around with shirt on? That might have been. But it's fucked up. Why does Sally get to walk around with her boobs out? Now, come on now, Tina. Hold on. Okay, so... Just sad that shit flies in Utah. Like, you can be charged for walking around with a shirt on in your house. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck Utah. I'm moving out of Utah. Fuck Utah. Oh, speaking of Utah, No Time to Die is going to be a runtime of two hours and 43 minutes. No, the new Bond flick? Yep. Okay. And there won't be titties hanging out, unfortunately. In the new Bond flick. No? 
No. Oh, also, the Xbox Series X is going to have audio ray tracing. The fuck does that mean? You know what that is? It's the ability to... uh, So, it basically um, targets... So, if something's a tin can, you'll hear it more. Or if something's, uh, you know, the surfaces, the sound bounces off of. Or, like, wood... As opposed to concrete, so like as opposed better to better echo effects and better <clears throat> like differentiation more, of sound through a, yes. a surround sound system. Yes, huh. or more more succinct. So when the bullet or whatever ricochets off a piece of wood, it'll go thunk, and it won't sound like it's a piece of concrete. It's just uh, better. Audio ray tracing, guys, the future. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what PlayStation has. They have nothing right now, except for a bunch of games we know they're going to have. But as far as their system, I have no idea. Hmm. I'm curious to see what they're going to put out. Yeah, well, um, let's see what happens. It's going to be, according to everybody, it's weaker than the Xbox Series X. But they got the better game, so what are you going to do, guys? We don't know what Xbox games are coming out. In two years, hopefully they have a great library. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. Xbox will have these killer games that we haven't heard of yet. But I don't know. Well, I mean, there's games to look forward to this year, and many of them will come out on both, right? It just turned off. <laughs> Xbox, turn off! Oops. Sorry about that. <clears throat> That's fine. It's off now. I didn't think it was listening to me. It's always listening. And frankly, I've forgotten that you connect because, <laughs> like, I Dude. I disconnected my connect for. No, I think I'm the only one. You probably all the Russians are watching me. Probably on my connect. Like, he's the only one with a connect. Right. And then so, yeah, it works good. I go, boom, I can turn on my everything in my system. Pause. I get that. Works great. Jump around. I just, yeah. It works great. Until I can't have it anymore, I'm keeping it. Mm-hmm. And according to Next System, they're not going to have shit on no. it. It's done. The Connect 3. This time, the whole Xbox is a Connect. Maybe. That would be simpler, probably. I don't know. Just put a couple mics on the front of the gizmo. No, I think they're just going to ba- make this thing a basic high-end PC. You know? I think that's what they're going to do with it. Hmm. Yeah, that could be. Okay, here we go, guys. Let's put on some... Boom. Top five movies of... February, February, leap year, leap month, extra day of the year. Oh, before I do that, hold on. One more movie. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm jumping the gun here. Early screening of Onward, the new Pixar film, starring Chris Pratt and Spider-Man. Chris Pratt in Spider-Man. Sold out movie theater, dude. All little kids. 
Uh, had a free ticket right down the street. Like, oh, I'll check it out. Here we go. Boom. Not good. <laughs> Even for a kid's movie, it's not good. I don't know. There were jokes. I'm like, why are people laughing at this? These aren't jokes. No. This isn't funny. Onward. Kids will like it. But it was we I don't know, man. You know how like they would have jokes for adults? Yeah. There's like, not like there's, in Shrek and stuff like that. Yeah, like hinted stuff. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. Little innuendo here and there. They don't have any of that anymore. Hmm. Nothing. It's just flat, dull, like, oh, just such ra- dumb humor. Like, oh, I'm gonna walk silly like this. <laughs> you know? Hmm. It's like that type of humor, You're like, ooh. There's no originality to it. <clears throat> it's like, oh, sorry. I'm going to bend over. Oh, my butt crack showed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds terrible. I was like, I was, wow. That's what they're doing? Okay. Butt crack humor? Uh, so, basically, they tried to bring the dad back with a spell. The Chris Pratt's character... Uh, all the medieval stuff has been pushed to the wayside, even though all the elves and everything can do it still. Magic is no longer being used. So, that's the whole thing. So, they're modernized. So, they live in a city. There's no castles anymore. So, I don't know. Just didn't work. So, he's driving around a van. The the dad, they try to bring the dad back with the spell that can only be used for one day, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they only bring back the pant part. <coughs> so it's like weekend at Bernie's with the dad. Then they have to bring the dad to a certain uh, cliff to find the stone. You know, it's like, come on. Boring. It sounds like the SpongeBob movie. Boring. <laughs> and any number of other kids' movies, yeah. SpongeBob was more entertaining. This is, this, ugh. So I give it a, let's see. People are going to love it. Watch. People are gonna, this is amazing. Uh, bravo again, Pixar. Someone said that in the audience. Oh, Pixar wins again. They had a Simpsons short in front of the Pixar movie, no, which that's... was awful. Oh, was it? That's too bad. It wasn't even funny. Because they have to even restrain themselves, you know? They can't do the fucking satire or anything. It was just basically Maggie uh, being friends with the boy, and then that boy... Uh, uh, that boy... Uh, and then Homer took over taking Maggie to the park, but never stopped by the park that she liked the boy at. It's like, whoopee-doo. Then she takes control of the car, turns it to the park. The boy gets on a train, but the train's on a loop, so it comes back around. So you thought she left? Yeah, it's horrible. Mm. It wasn't even funny. It's bad. So uh, I give it a two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, two to five dead dads. Mm-hmm. For... <laughs> For onward. <clears throat> okay. Let's go back to where we were. Bam. Not altered carbon. No. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, here we go. So, top five movies of February. You ready? Mm-hmm. Shoot. You ready? Shoot. Okay, here we go. Number five. Number five. 
Jesus Christ. Knocking this shit over. Number five, The Lodge. Number four, Sonic the Hedgehog. No way. Yeah, out of the movies I saw this month? Come I on. I guess so, yeah. It was entertaining. It was funny. Uh, number three, Birds of Prey. Number two, The B-Fast Club. I have to count that one as the ones I saw in the theater. Guess then so. number one, The Invisible Man. Number one movie of February, guys. Uh, well, this isn't The Invisible Man, but whatever. Uh, the Invisible Man. Okay, number, okay, worst movies. Worst movies of February, guys. Number five, Fantasy Island. <laughs> Fucking horse shit. Number four, The Boy. Two, Brahms. Uh, number three, Call of the Wild. Digital dogs, Harrison Ford running around like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that looked pretty garbage. Uh, number two, worst movie of February, uh, Impractical Jokers. Nope. Just didn't work. Number one is Downhill with Louis Dreyfus and, oh. uh, what's his f- God damn, dude. That was one of those movies where, like, I just want to leave. Mm-hmm. So bad. Downhill, number Will one movie. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Horrible. Okay, here we go. Number five, uh, soundtrack slash scores. Uh-oh. Okay, number five. The Lodge. Number four, Sonic the Hedgehog. There's some good songs in there. Mm-hmm. Some good songs. Almost. Keep working on it. Number three, <laughs> The Invisible Man. Number two, Harley Quinn. What do you think number one is? Number one, guys. <clears throat> Come on, on. Onward? Nope. Breakfast Club! Yeah. Come on, guys! Woo! Number one soundtrack of February is The Breakfast Club. Number one movie is The Invisible Man. And the worst movie is Downhill for February. This month, I don't know. It's a new month, guys. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Ow. Why do I keep hitting this fucking thing? Um, I think it's because you've got it right where you keep reaching for the board. Okay. There we go. Maybe Ma- switch now it's it out of the way. So the, well, or switch it so the arm goes off that way. To your right. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Because you always reach over to the board, always fiddling with shit. So I could do that. Yeah, move it out of the way. You know, Woo! give yourself a break, Chris. Okay, so yeah, so five. That's it, guys. Top five movies of February. Harley Quinn didn't make it. Sonic the Hedgehog didn't make it. Uh, Birds of Prey. It was okay. The Lodge. I thought The Lodge was gonna be my number one movie of February. Still, my number one movie of the year is still Color of Space. Color out of space? Color of Space. The Color of Space. Bam, then we got Bam, Don't You Forget About Me. Come on. 
Yeah. Simple soundtrack. Nothing special. It's just people going, oh yeah, I'll be on that. All right, pray for me. This beer is four years old, Chris. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah. Four years old. Okay, we'll go there. Boom. Hmm. I hope I get superpowers from it. Right, here we go. Uh, this is when Ali Sheedy comes out with the new makeup on. <clears throat> and this is where, um... Why'd you do that? Because I know you wouldn't. Yeah, come on, guys. Woo! <clears throat> okay, that's it. All right, what do we got? Are we out of here? I think so. Let me see. Do you have anything else besides Bernie Sanders breaking up Public Enemy? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Disney CEO Bob Iger leaves. Um, oh, um, fucking inside the actor studio, uh, li- uh, uh, James Lipton died, ninety three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not realize he was that old. Um, ben uh, Ben Stiller might be in Fast Nine. Top Gun got moved to June twenty si- June twenty fourth. From the June 26th release, guys. Can you believe that? <clears throat> Is Wednesday the new Thursday? Mm. I hope not. And Wendy's breakfast is back from the 70s, guys. So go eat that shit. No. Oh, a dumb parents named their kids Sativa and Indica. Oh my it's God. finally happened, guys. Yeah. Wait, was it twins? <clears throat> no. I don't think so, but yes. Parents name their kids Sativa, blah, 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 and Indica, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's, let's just say it was only a matter of time. Sativa and Indica uh, are these new babies. What if they have a third kid? Uh, I don't know. Psilocybin? I don't know. Hey, what else did I write down here? Oh, Hunter Season 2. Uh, might be going up. Um, Already? It just released, didn't it? <clears throat> well, fucking, what's his face ain't getting any younger? No, that's true. Like, come on, let's go, 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 go. Albertino's dying. Uh, let's see. Oh, I saw a, a hawk drop a snake. Is that a sign? If you want it to be, it can mean whatever <laughs> the fuck you say. Hawk drop a snake. It was weird, like these crows were attacking it. And I was looking up, I'm like, oh, it has a snake in its hand. And boom, drops it. Just lands right in the parking lot. The snake's like, ah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm sure it didn't survive the drop <laughs> if it was still alive when it fell. I oh, know, his head was split open. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that's it, guys. And we're out of here. <laughs> Okay, bye bye. What? Who are friends, dude? We have to. Oh yeah. See who our buddies are. Oh, this. I'll I'll end with this song, guys. Here we go. All right, go for it. Go. Uh, growing up, not growing old. Big Papa podcast. If I can find it. Damn Ice it. in the face. 
The Offensive Line, Paint a Black Podcast, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, um, FearCast and FifthCast, Geek Dig, Horribly Awkward Podcast, Heroes of Noise Podcast. Uh, I don't know. I think that's it. If I forget it, you're sorry. The song will be for uh, Public Enemy, guys. A long time ago, we used to be friends. <laughs> now Flavor Flav is no longer friends with... Who is it? Nah, boy! Check Chuck D. Chuck D! All right, guys, we're out of here. Later!